0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Harlow White Healing Stream. We thank you for joining us and we thank you for supporting this streaming service from the Harlow White Ministries Outreach Church. Pastor White has a special message for you at the very end of this message, so stick around for his closing remarks. Today's message is What is the Message? which was originally delivered in January of 1982. We hope you find this message to be a blessing upon your life. And now we continue on into the message.
1: Welcome to the Harlow White Healing Stream broadcast. I'm Pastor Harlow White. God ordained my life to be a prophet to people of every nation. God has given me a message that will bring salvation, joy, healing, and prosperity to your life. Powers of evil spirits and curses can be broken from your life as I minister this message today. This message is going to every nation on the earth from 72 satellites. Let faith rise up in your heart as I give you this message today. Be healed. Be delivered. Be set free. As you feel God doing a miracle in you today, I want to hear from you. I want you to visit my website, harlowwhitehealingstream.com Give me your testimony of what God has done for you through the message I give to you today. Pray about making a donation on my donation page, or you can write to me, Pastor Harlow White, that's H-A-R-L-O, Pastor Harlow White, W-H-I-T-E, Post Office Box 4695. Write that down. Post Office Box 4695, Chicago, Illinois, 60680. Get ready to receive what God has for you today. And now go with me into today's message.
0: Word. Word. Becomes a part of our life. Now here's what's a little bit different about our message that God has given to us. The church system has programmed us for sickness. We're sick because the church has made us sick. Somebody said the church has made us sick. Sure they have. Let me tell you how they've made us sick. And when I talk about the church system, I'm talking about the church as a whole. Every song that we have sung for the last 50 years has been about either discouragement, depression, sickness, dying and going to heaven. And some of you are going to go to sleep while I preach and wake up when I get ready to pray and say, oh God, I need a miracle. I want to tell you something. I preach more people well than I pray well. Now if I preach you well, you'll be well tomorrow. If I pray you well, you may go home tonight well and get up sick tomorrow. Why? Because you got well on my prayers. If I preach you well, that means I preach something into you that you can fight the devil with. That really doesn't matter to me whether everyone agrees with it or not, but I want to tell you that all sickness is a work of Satan. Don't you ever let the devil lie to you and make you think that sickness is of God. God is not sick. He hasn't been sick. How's he going to give you sickness when he doesn't have it? You've got to have something before you can give it to me. You can't give me the measles unless you've got them. How's God going to make you sick when he's not sick? Some people think that God wants them to be poor. God made them poor. How's God going to give you poverty when he doesn't have it? Are you still here? God doesn't have poverty. If you want to talk about what the Heavenly Father has, then you have to talk about prosperity. The Heavenly Father has nothing but prosperity. How's He going to throw you down a big case of poverty when He doesn't have any? Amen? All right, so we must put the tag, the right tag, on the bondage, quit pampering the works of the enemy like the church has been doing all these years. And I want to tell you something, every one of our songs that we have sung for all of these years have been about depression. Now, I want to explain the difference between the soul realm and the spirit realm. Some of you think that you're a soul person. Soul people has nothing to do at all with the color of your skin or with the kind of food you like to eat or the clothes you wear. Has nothing to do with it. Now if you think you're a soul person because you like catfish and collard greens and ham hocks and lima beans and cornbread. Then I'm definitely a soul person. <laughs> I gotta be a soul person. Uh-huh. I don't make you a soul person. And it's not because of the color you see you get nothing else. No sir. If liking to drive a Cadillac makes you a soul person, probably all of you are soul people. You'd drive one if you had one, wouldn't you? And right now you're believing God to give you your first one. (laughs) All right. But I want to explain the difference between the soul realm and the spirit realm. Most people are living in the soul realm. The soul realm is the realm of emotion. Now remember that. All emotion of your life stems from the soul department. The spirit realm is totally different. The spirit realm does not generate the emotions that the soul realm generates. The spirit realm takes authority over the soul realm. Let me show you the difference. Now here's a song that we have been singing for years. Now I could start in. Now you're going to have preachers come to town after I'm gone. going to come right in and sing and you're going to sit there and jerk and
1: and
0: carry on while they're singing. Come on. Do you know, and I, I got to tell you something. Most preachers Can't make you feel like you've been to church unless they get to talking about mama dying forty years ago. Huh? Get to singing about mama. Get your cryinger up. Woo! 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 And you go home and say. Oh, it was a great service. Ooh, everybody there was crying. Ooh. Sure, they were crying. They were all depressed. Come on and help me. Now, look at here. I want to explain something. I can get to playing with your emotions. Any preacher can do it. Get to play with your emotions. Get you thinking about mama. It is the truth. That's why I told you this message is a little different. I didn't come here to play with your emotions. I came here, honey, to preach the spirit of life that comes from the Holy Ghost that will make you alive and overcome your emotions. Now, I want to tell you something. Your emotions have been holding you in bondage. Some of you for years. You've been in bondage through your emotions. Your emotional ties. Family. <sighs> right Came from a broken home. Oh, if I could just get my husband back. He'd been gone for twenty years but God told me he's coming back how do you know God told you that maybe the devil lied to you now listen porch light still only been leaving the porch light over 20 years he's coming home we're going to be happy again devil's lying to you honey that old rascal came home He'd been gone for 20 years. You haven't seen him for 20 years. You wouldn't want him anyway. Lost his teeth. Lost his hair. Come on, help me. Kids are all up and grown and married. They don't even come by and see you on Christmas or Thanksgiving. Are you still here? They don't call. They just leave you to fend for yourself. Huh? And here you are. Oh, you get the family back together. Get them all around the table again. The devil's lying to you. By now, if he's been gone 20 years, you ought to be married again. So I, said, oh, I can't do that as long as he's alive. Let me tell you who told you that. Would you like to know who told you that? Somebody said God did. No he didn't. The law told you that. The law said it. Jesus didn't say it. The law said it. You're bound by the law to your husband as long as he lives. But brother the apostle Paul said if a non-believer departs let him depart. A brother or a sister is not under bondage in such cases. Some of you are bound up with emotions. I'm getting heavy here the first night. Somebody said, well, I don't believe what you're preaching. Well, go ahead and be sad the rest of your life then. Leave the porch light on. Burn out some more light bulbs. Somebody said, well, I can't do, I've got to do what the Bible said. Let, let me tell you this. You're not doing what the Bible says. You're doing what the church system says. I'll tell you what the church system will say. If you do anything about this, oh, you can come on to church and pay your tithe, but you can't have an active part in this church. Who cares about an active part? Brother, if you have to answer to men to have an active part in God's church, you're not in the right church. Come on and help me, praise God. You don't have to answer to man. Brother, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Ooh, glory. Every one of these preacher application, ordination application, lesson application. They want to know if you're married, single, divorced. They want to know whether they can approve you or not. One fellow was filling out one of them and he came to the question that said sex. You know, you're supposed, you're supposed to put male or female. He never filled out one of these things and he knew what the church believed and he said sex and he put very little. <laughs> He, he, he wanted to let them know that he was pretty holy anyway. <laughs> oh, glory. Having, having to answer to man. Hmm? Have understanding. You see, the church system has done this. Now, I started to tell you a minute ago. I could come in here and start singing. Now, you probably won't like this when I start it, but just wait till I finish. Now, I want you to listen to this. Precious Lord, mm, take my hand. Somebody said, I like that song. I used to, too. Somebody said, you used to? Lead me on. course is not too bad. Let me stand till you get to this bar.
1: I am tired. I am weak.
0: I'm weak. How can you be weak? When he said, we're more than conquerors. Come on and help me. We're more than conquerors. I am worn out. Listen, that's not the end. Oh, no. Here's here's one good it's I like the course leave it there leave it there take your burden to the Lord and leave it there of course it's pretty good oh but listen to this verse if the world from wait now preachers getting ready to preach a message on prosperity but before the preacher preaches the choir is going to sing an a selection. Are you still there? If the world from you withholds of its silver and its gold and you have to get along with meager fare and then here comes a preacher preaching prosperity. Give and it shall be given. Now what are you going to believe? What the choir sung or what the preacher preached? You're still there. Now what, why am I saying this? Because the devil has been programming your mind, your emotions to the defeat that you have been experiencing. Now that's not the end of that song honey. Listen to this one. Who could have the victory with this kind of a song? Listen to it. When your youthful days are gone and old age comes creeping on and your body pray for my back bends beneath the weight of care. Brother White, I need prayer for my back. How can I pray for your back? There's nothing wrong with your back. You got too much care on it. Are you still here? How many is there in what I'm saying? Your back is not sick. Your back is alright. You're just carrying too many burdens. Somebody said, well I've got to carry a burden. Uh, carrying a burden from a family. Wait, wait a minute. The devil's lying to you. Why do you have to carry the burden when Jesus carried it? And we know he bore our sorrows. He bore our grief. Now the message that we're preaching is a message of total victory. Listen to me. I don't just preach healing. I preach divine health. Now not everybody believes in it. I preach that Christians don't have to get sick. Somebody said, Well, I don't know if I can buy that or not. Well, I'm not selling it. <laughs> Glory. Christians don't have to get sick. You can live in a place of divine health, total victory. This is the purpose of Christ being in you. Now let me show you something. I'm getting ready to get really heavy with you before I quit. By by the time the service is over, you'll know whether you want to come back or not. And that's exactly what I want. You see, here is what people don't understand. We've got the Trinitarians and the oneness folks fussing. Now understand the Trinitarian folks are the people that believe in Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. The oneness folks are the ones that believe in Jesus only. You're still there. Somebody said, which one are you? Neither one. Somebody said, you don't believe in Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? Not the way the Trinitarians believe it. Somebody said, are you Jesus only? Not the way the Jesus only folks believe it. Mm -mm. Let me tell you what the Trinitarians believe. If you're a Trinitarian, you already know. Here's what you've got. Here's what you've got. You've got a third... Of the Godhead with you. You have the Holy Ghost. Now look here. Let me show you. What the Trinitarians believe. The Trinitarians believe that. We have the Holy Ghost here. Waiting for Jesus. To come and give us. And take us back to the Father. Now the oneness folks believe. That. Jesus is the only physical body and the entirety of the Godhead is wrapped up in Jesus. And he is out there and we're waiting for him to come. Somebody said, well, what are you? I believe the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are spirit. Spirit. God is a spirit come on and help me and furthermore I believe that he is in us I don't have a third of the Godhead the father and the son are in me come on and help me praise God And how are they in me? By the Holy Ghost. Now look, here's where the church is fouled up. One of these days, Jesus is going to come and get us and take us beyond the blue. Now honey, what you don't understand is there is no beyond the blue. Do you know why it's blue? Does anybody know why it's blue? Let me tell you why it's blue. Because of the reflection of sunlight on the earth. It makes the sky blue. Every one of you should know that when you get far enough into space, away from every body, heavenly body, that reflects light, it's black. That's why in space there is no light until there is something to reflect light. Are you still here? I'm getting heavy. Whew. Now honey, if you think that this is deep, before I finish here, some of you are going to be swimming for your life. You've been just paddling around here in this ankle deep water here and stirring up a bunch of mud. We're gonna get out where there's swimming water. Some of you folks have been living on a salvation message ever since you've been saved. Every time you go to church you hear a salvation message. Repent, 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 pray through, get saved. Yes, sir. How in the world can a forty year old Christian live on a salvation message? Are you still here? Some of you have been saved for 40 years. You know what you've been getting? The bottle. How many believe that it's time for God's people to start eating some meat and grow up? Can you say amen? Come on, help me. Start eating some meat. Now look, this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. Here, listen. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. I think the blue is a curtain out there just on the other side of that blue is where God lives Then let me tell you what brother Schofield says anybody know anything about a Schofield Bible yeah anybody familiar with that brother Schofield bless his heart he said a lot of things in his footnotes that you got to get the victory over one of them when they begin to talk about the three heavens understand this when you begin to talk about the three heavens, Brother Schofield, and most theologians say, including Dr. Armstrong, <laughs> says that the first heaven is the atmospheric heaven. The second heaven is the heaven where the constellations and the stars and the planets are. And the third heaven is beyond that. Which is the dwelling place of God. Now, let me ask you something. If God lives beyond what you call the blue, how is He going to help you? Somebody said, by Spirit. That's what He is. He is Spirit. Somebody said, what? God is sitting on the throne. Where is God sitting? Let me ask you where he's sitting. Brother, he said heaven is my throne, the earth is my footstool. Where is the house you'll build for me? What? Know ye not that the Most High dwelleth not in temples made with hands? What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost and you here. I want to show you something. How can the devil give Jesus arthritis? Now look at here. Underneath the surface of my skin, there's another man. Some of you have the baby Jesus. Born in the manger. The Savior. I've got a grown man living in here. He's called Christ. Christ in you. The hope of glory. All right, look here. Right under the surface of my skin, there's another man. Inside that hand, there's another hand. Inside those joints, there's another joint. For I am bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh. Are you still here? All right. All right. So now, if he's in here, now the devil can give me arthritis. But brother, when he starts trying to give it to Jesus, he's got a problem on his hands. Come on and help me. How many is getting what I'm saying? Let the devil try to give Jesus off Somebody said, but you're not Jesus. Oh, I'm not, but he's in here. When I walk, he walks. All right. You still there? God said, what did he say? I will, he said they will be my people and I will what? Walk in them. When they walk, I'll be walking. Wherever they go, I am going. You know what this means? When you walk into a sick room, Jesus Christ walks into that sick room. Come on and help me, praise God. You understand this? Here's what I want to see happen in the city of Newark, New Jersey. I don't want to see you get healed. Oh, no. no! You've been healed so many times, it's ridiculous. So bless You You don't want me to get healed? No. I want you to get health. That's what I want you to get a hold of. Health. Not healing. Health. Come on and help me, praise God. Somebody said, I need a word from God. Well, some of you are going to get one. You go- <laughs> Somebody has already got a hold of the message. Somebody, oh, I heard that. That's all I need a little help out there. I said, Some of you want a word from God, and some of you will get one. One lady said, we're already getting one. <laughs> Whoop, glory. Have me know the truth. I'll make you free. And there's a lot of people running around looking for a word. They run here looking for a word. Here looking. I need a word. I need a word. And you know some of them they are looking for a word. They're looking for a word to get them out of the last word they got. They didn't like the last prophet. Well they went down there you know. He prophesied some. I don't know. I did not really understand it. So they're looking for a prophecy to give them another lesson. word from God. You don't understand that God wants you to have health, not just healing. He don't want you to have just a prophecy, and I believe in all that. But brother, we're going to give you more than prophecy. We're going to give to you the fullness of the word of God. Now let me tell you something, and I'm going to lay it out just point blank, so you'll know exactly where I stand and where you stand. Quit waiting to sail out of here any minute. some of you people flapping your wings whoo rapture any a minute trumpets gonna sound you know the people got all kinds of concepts about the trumpet what? trumpets gonna sound wake up the dead what do you mean the trumpet can't even wake you up and you're already awake physically can't wake you up spiritually somebody said i'm waiting i'm gonna sail i'm gonna fly well let me ask you something how are you gonna fly when you can't even get the victory over a migraine headache Come on and help me, saints. How long are you going to fly? My God, tell me how some of these Christians are going to fly. Why, they'd have arthritis in their wings. Somebody said, why would they have arthritis in their wings? They got it in every other joint. We're going to fly. Hell, yeah, just waiting, sitting here waiting for Jesus to come. Trumpet's gonna sound, and here we got all kinds of concepts, and angels are gonna step out on a fluffy white cloud, put a brass instrument up to his lips and and the trumpet's gonna sound and wake up the dead, and you don't even understand that the trumpet is not a musical instrument, the trumpet is not a musical note out in the sky at all. The trumpet, honey, is a voice. The trumpet is a message, the trumpet is a message. How many's heard what I'm saying? Come on and clap your hands and praise the Lord with me. Woo, right. Somebody said, but Brother White, hey, isn't it an angel going to sound the trumpet? Do you know what the word angel means in the Bible? The word angel means messenger. And it doesn't make any difference whether it's a man uh, that God uses or an angel, a spirit being that God uses or whether it's a woman mm, that God uses. Come on and help me. Now, of course, you know, some of these church systems, they don't even believe in women preachers either. Who cares what the church system believes? The Bible said in Christ and in the resurrection, there's neither male nor female. It doesn't make any difference, honey. God can use a woman just like he uses a man.
1: Come
0: on and help me, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's going to have to use some of these women. Some of these men won't let him. Huh? You know I'm telling the truth. And brother it doesn't make any difference. The word angel means messenger. And when you begin to talk about. The last trumpet. You're talking about the last message. Do you understand this? The seventh trumpet is a seventh message. And we know that God's. Number seven is the number of perfection. It's the number of completeness. All through the Bible, you can read about the number seven. In the book of Revelation, there are seven seals, seven trumpets, seven vials. Everything is in seven, 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 seven. Look, everything that has to do with man is six, 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 six. Some of you sitting around waiting for some man to come up on television and say, hey, boo here, hey, I'm the beast. Hey, here, look at here. You've been hearing about me all your life. Here I am. You see this? This is a and iron. You see right here, this six, six, six. Pull your hair back put this mark in your forehead and you're waiting for all this to happen and and then when you see this branding iron coming you say oh rapture hurry up rapture and come on here and get me out of this mess and you don't even understand at all that the number 6 has nothing to do with a branding iron you don't have to wait to take the number 666 at the bank or put it in your credit card honey let me tell you that the number 6 is the number of man Adam was created on the 6th day of the creation week and anybody that lives in the bondage of Adam and in the soul realm of Adam has raised receive Adam's number. But honey when you move out of Adam and move into Christ then you take God's number. His number is seven. Come on and clap your hands for Jesus. Help me praise God. Hallelujah. Sitting around here waiting for all this to happen. I want to fly out well let me tell you the ultimate purpose of the church I'm almost finished not finished but I'm almost going to quit I'm not near finished we're going to go so deep here before we get through we're going to expose the beast somebody say well we've heard the beast who the beast is some people think the beast, the beast, the beast, no, the beast is coming out of the Middle East. Yes, sir. You know where they're now. All the preachers coming preaching about the man on television. The man's going to come up on television. They don't even know what the image of the beast is. You know, the Bible talked about the image of the beast. That the dragon gave or the false prophet gave power to the image to speak some of these people think that they're going to build a big golden image the statue's going to talk i picked up a track the other day had that chuck in it big image talking like a walt disney thing (laughs) yeah some of them come along and thought it was ronald reagan yes sir they said yeah ronald reagan was the beast all of his names have six letters six 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 now we got to tell you something and all these people are talking preaching they don't even know what the image of the beast is listen to me the image of the beast oh then they came along and said the image of the beast is gonna come up on television that's gonna be his image he's gonna talk on television and the whole world's going to see. They don't know that the image of the beast has already been talking for years. I said the image of the beast has been talking. Some of you have been hearing him every time you go to church. Let me tell you what the image of the beast is. It's political power. Did it ever occur to you what happened to the roman empire that ruled the world it crumbled it was an it was a political government then the devil took over with another world power he's been ruling the world ever since you know where that power comes from ecclesiastical power the church system You know what the church system will do for you? They will tell you, don't go there. Don't go here. Don't dress this way. Don't comb your hair that way. Don't speak in tongues because those days are over. The gifts of the Spirit don't work anymore. So if you come here, you can't operate with these kind of religious outbursts. You know what it's doing? Ruling us. You can't get married the second time. The image won't let you. you hear me? Somebody said, how is that the image? It's the very same thing that the Roman Empire did. It ruled the world. It ever occurred to you what's ruling the world right now? The church system. People are under bondage to it. Come on, help me. You know I'm telling you the truth. The church system is really the world. Look, I want to tell you something. You don't have trouble with sinners, do you? Huh? You don't have any trouble with sinners. They don't bother you. They leave you alone. They just go and drink, smoke, commit adultery, cries around, cuss. Do their thing, honey. They don't bother you none. You know who bothers you? Church people. Come on, help me. You know I'm telling you the truth. They're the ones that, ha- that are upsetting you. Do you know you can come into a service and the spirit of God can be moving and God can tell you something by the Holy Ghost and you can go out shouting and you can't wait to get to your friends and tell them what God told you and the first thing that happens when you say, well, I want you to hear what God told me. what I'm saying, now wait now, are you really sure this is God? Huh? Now you may be getting deceived. Huh? And do you know that before they get through with you, you will be so confused. Does that tell you anything? God is not the author of confusion. Now let me explain something. When God speaks, you have peace. When the devil speaks... He confuses you. Are you still here? Now, some of you may hear some things in this meeting that you don't understand, but you're going to feel good about it. You'll feel right in your spirit. It's not until your friends get a hold of you and begin to work on you that you get f- confused. I've had a lot of people say, now, how do I know if it's God speaking or the devil? Let me just tell you something right now. The devil speaks Last. The devil never speaks first. The first voice you hear is not the devil. Somebody said, well, it could be. No. The devil can't speak to a Christian first. He doesn't know what to say. Somebody said, why doesn't he? He has to wait until God says something so he can contradict it. Help me. Woo. Hallelujah. Is this all right? Hallelujah. Anytime God speaks, the second voice is going to confuse you. You know, when you hear God's voice, you get happy. You say, Whoa, oh, this is wonderful. And then all of a sudden, the next voice is, Hey, wait a minute. Hey, 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 hey. Wait, you may be getting see. Then instantly you're confused. But you see, The devil does not know what to say. The devil didn't come and say, Eve, eat of this tree, until God said not to. God said first. The devil spoke second. Now I want you to know this. The ultimate purpose of the church is to bring revival to the earth. Don't let these preachers deceive you and make you think the rapture is going to take place any minute. Some of you think you, on the way home you could sail out of your car and leave a billion people in China that don't even know who Jesus is at all. And leave millions in Africa that have never even heard who Jesus is. Now listen, how many is aware of the fact that the Great Wall of China was 500 years old when Jesus was born? How many know that the Great Wall of China is one of the seven wonders of the world? It stretches 1,500 miles. It was 500 years old when Jesus was born. What does that tell you? That tells you that China was already a great cultured nation when Jesus came to the earth he was born in Palestine listen lived to be 33 and a half was crucified, buried, resurrected went back into the spirit realm and China never even knew that he came to the earth now here we are getting ready to fly off think this over we're going to fly off and leave them all over there still the way they were when Jesus came to the earth. That's not the way it is. We're not flying off. Somebody said, what are we going to do? I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to get a hold of the power and bring revival to the earth. That's what we're going to do. i going to believe that's the purpose of the church. Come on and help me, praise God. God is going to have a church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. One lady said to me, "said I don't believe God's ever going to have a perfect church." Well, I said, "I tell you what," said if I ever do find a perfect church, I'm going to join it. I said, "Please don't. If you do, it'll no longer be perfect." going to have a perfect church how many believe God's going to have a perfected people now wait just a minute somebody said well I just don't believe that anybody's ever going to be perfect well let me say this to you it would make no difference if I was perfect or not if your eyes were imperfect you wouldn't know I was perfect anyway if I was perfect you'd have to have perfect eyes to be able to see it Your eyes were imperfect. You never see my perfection. God's going to have a perfected church. And those who come into this place of perfection. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the fullness of the personality of Christ. I'm talking about his health. His power. His anointing. What has God had to show the world. In relation to a church. Let me tell you what he said. A building.
1: With stained glass. I'm pastor and prophet of God here, Harlow White. I pray you were blessed with today's message. And I pray that you have received something special from God. Let's pray right now. Heavenly Father, I send out the power of your anointing. I send out the power of your word, and you said that you sent your word and healed them and delivered them out of all of their trouble and destruction. I command the virtue of the healing power of God to go out to every person who is listening today. I command the powers of the enemy and the powers of Satan and the powers of affliction and disease to be broken asunder. I command the powers of torment to be broken from the minds of those that are being tormented today. Father, I command a miracle mentally into every person. I command a miracle spiritually. Hallelujah. I command a miracle physically, I command a miracle domestically, bring peace into every one of these people's lives that are listening today, I command a miracle of prosperity to come upon those that will hear your voice today, I thank you for it, and I send the healing virtue out right now, and command the miracle to happen Go ahead and begin to praise God. Father, take hold of the heart and spirit of every person and save and deliver them right now. Go ahead and praise God for your miracle today. I want you to visit my website, com. That's Harlow White, H-A-R-L-O Harlow White, W-H-I-T-E HarlowWhiteHealingStream.com Visit my website today and tell me if you were blessed by God's message. Tell me what God did for you. And as you're at my website, visit my donation page and pray about giving a special offering to help me stay on this broadcast and keep this message going forth. Do what God tells you. Pray about what you should give. God will let you have the feeling in your spirit of what you should give. Do it today. God bless you. And I want to thank you and appreciate every one of you that will take a step to help us by standing behind us financially. Don't forget to hold us up with your prayers. God bless you. Tell your family and friends to listen. And to tune in, a new message will be on this broadcast every week. And don't forget every week to tune in anytime 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I'll be looking for you on our next broadcast. God bless you. I send God's love out to you today. Pastor Harlow White.